0: Hey guys, welcome to The Higher Points, and today we're coming at you with a little to the point, both of us feeling uh, just a little bit under the weather with uh, everything that's going around, and uh, so we're going to try to keep it short, but we'll see, we might go down a rabbit hole and be here for two hours. <laughs> Hopefully not, but... <laughs> I,
1: I guarantee you I'm not going to be here for two hours, I can, pr- I can promise you that. Yep. Like, if you want to stay and keep talking, like, I'm, I'm going to bounce out. <laughs> <laughs> just sit here, talk to myself in this room. Some podcasters do that. I feel like Andy does that sometimes. Just yeah. sits there and talks to himself. Yeah. I, I always wonder. But wondered. he's also
0: got a crew of, like, eight people that are editing everything. everything. Yeah. Well, I was always Andy. wondering,
1: like, when he does real talk and stuff, because he has a studio at his house, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you see him sometimes. So, I wonder if he just pushes, like, excuse me. He's, like, just knows enough to, like, push the record button and let somebody take care of the rest, I would assume. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I would guess Andy could figure out how to hit the record button and get that rolling. But I'm just saying like that, that, that editing is a $100 task, Mm -hmm. right? Like we've talked about in past podcasts. Speaking of that, uh, that video I sent you of that guy interviewing that other guy that about business and like how to be successful and like Mm -hmm. things he wish he had done. I want to talk a little bit about that too. So we were kind of talking off mic a little bit. And then we started going down the rabbit hole and I was like, okay, well, well, stop. We should start recording a podcast. We should, or we should start (laughs) recording (laughs) a podcast. So, um, uh, so, so that was kind of, I was just telling Nate that like, I was just, so I, I have a chance to patrol around and just think. And, you know, my, I have this opportunity where, um, I don't know if you, if you've ever done anything to like research on like abstract thought. Basically abstract thought is you have like these these like weird looking figurines that are thoughts in your brain and your brain is trying to kind of make sense of it so your brain as it moves through that thought process um, from what i've gathered through my research and i am no neuroscientist but you start to kind of make mold that in like think of it as clay you start to kind of mold that into a figurine into whatever it is that your like thought is and so i have a lot of time in that abstract thought because you know like yesterday at work was really busy and didn't have a chance to really like think about like things in depth. Uh, whereas like today uh, was it's typical Sunday in Sterling, Kansas. Everybody's going to church. Everybody's doing like their church meals and then kind of going home and chilling. It's really not a busy day. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it is actually amazingly enough pursuits is happen on Sundays in the mornings for whatever reason. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but that's usually when they pop off. Uh, and so what I was thinking about was, you know, the things that keep getting thrown in front of our face, like no matter which side of the political aisle that you sit on, like this shouldn't be a podcast that's de- divisive, like this should be one that I think these are things that we hopefully could People all People are going to sit back on. and they're going to think like, yeah, hmm, that's it, there's and, a little truth there. So if you have J6 thrown in front of your face, if you have the like Donald Trump election stuff thrown in your face or or COVID, or insert thing that you're seeing, quote-unquote, organically on your Instagram, on your YouTube, on anything. Anything, right? All these things, right? I think those are just, like, distractions. Things that keep us focused on something. Because, right, like, our minds have to have something. And if you see, like, you've seen many different videos and things where they show the use of the words like racism and the use of the words like black lives you know all those things like happened under the obama administration Mm -hmm. because they were saying if you if you're failing at your policy especially domestic policy you you create a culture war so those people are battling each other and they're fighting each other instead of focusing on you and your failed policies and now that could be the same thing could be said about donald trump too right he had some failed policies this isn't a r versus d conversation but what i'm getting at is i think it goes deeper than that because if you think about it now we we sit here on this podcast and talk about you know if you work harder you make more money those kind of things right which i I still believe is true Um, i still think that in america you can create a company you can create wealth you can do those things and that's why everybody wants to come here because of the capitalistic society that we have which has its flaws there is no 100% solution, right? There's no
0: perfect society. Yes.
1: But there. out of all the ones that I've ever seen or heard of, this is the one I'd want to live under because at least I have the opportunity to like try to compete. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have a guaranteed outcome. But I think that we're just left with just enough money, just enough time, and all that other kind of stuff to just kind of keep us maybe satiated and not like mm-hmm. really truly happy. So if, if I am you know, the quote-unquote powers that be that can profit off of this stuff that have been rich for generations. And they're thinking long-term and they've done all these studies. <clears throat> like, for instance, they do studies on, like, McDonald's. Like, we've discussed before, McDonald's logo is red and yellow for a specific reason. Bright colors indicate food density. So their logo indicates that, which makes your brain think, okay, I want to go eat there because it's got caloric density and, and they make you want So they're hacking your brain. Yep. So... <clears throat> I think all those things are just those distractions. They keep you just like with just enough anxiety, just enough of that kind of depressed feeling or dopamine. Yeah. Just to, or yeah, like, or the small dopamine releases from like Netflix and things like that to kind of keep you like, I think it's just like, like it's almost like you're being cattle kind of herded down a specific thing. And I think that's why Andy says that like personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. Because if I'm not, binge watching youtube or insert media platform here i'm going out i'm working out like i'm releasing
0: you're working on yourself and you're yeah. working on those dopamine releases on your own. in a good way yes. in a
1: healthy good way yeah and, and then and i'm yeah. not consuming pharmaceuticals i'm not consuming netflix I'm, so i'm not helping them to make you're money you're not part of that machine
0: yeah and i think that this the rabbit hole we started going down before we started this conversation was um i think that like TV and entertainment is, like, the perfect example of this. I think it's... So, if you look at that as a whole, like... So, Disney. You know, they own ESPN, Disney, Marvel... Fox. Fox. So, they own all facets of this entertainment industry. And in order for you, as your average consumer, to watch all the shows you want to watch, you've got to have how many different subscriptions. Yeah, right. You know? And so, like, you're paying... $60 Sixty dollars a month for Hulu. I don't know, something like that. Maybe it's probably it's probably closer to a hundred now. You're paying that for Hulu. You're paying for Netflix. You're paying for um, what Paramount Plus. Like you're paying two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars a month for all these subscriptions, and that's just one way that they're milking your dollar. Plus, you're paying for a music subscription. You're paying for um, what else? Um. what other subscriptions
1: oh i mean gosh like you na- like there's all not even just in the entertainment industry yeah. but like my my wife was doing like an ipsy bag which is like makeup it's like this subscription yeah. thing it's that recurring income which i understand
0: yeah and, and it's just they just use that and they just pull your money out that way instead of tax because all these big companies are run by the same people you know and it's it's always been that way and they scale based upon how much money we're making, and it's it's part of the reason that people are in the financial crisis they're in today. Well, I mean, you're paying for internet. You're paying for everything to consume these products, essentially. Well,
1: yeah, and, and it was one of those things where initially those subscription services were touted as a cheaper alternative to cable, and now there's so many of them. And, like, I heard that the Disney Plus subscription was going up to, like, a hundred and thirty four dollars a month or something like mm-hmm. that and i was just like goodness gracious so it's like it's actually now we're having more money eked out of us in these different subscription platforms um and do you have to buy them no are they like coming into your house putting a gun to your head and telling you like buy these i mean in a way i think sometimes they are because again those dopamine releases that you're wanting and then putting out the content which is a good business model. I mean, you want to create customers. Um, that's what that's what Drug addicts do. Sports I, gambling. Yeah, if I get you addicted to whatever it is, like you're going to be a repeat return customer and that's what I want. Yep. Um <clears throat> I shouldn't say I want, but that's what those companies want. And that's their business model and that's, you know, and it's on us to like you've said many times vote with your dollar. Vote
0: with your dollar, which I think this it's an election year. It's a big year for that. You're going to vote physically and you need to vote with your dollar because um, a lot of times it doesn't matter necessarily who you vote for unless you vote with your dollar because those people that use the politicians um have enough money to sway whoever you put in office their direction. And we're gonna end up in the same spot we're in.
1: Yeah, and you know, I said in my campaign video, and I've said many times before is is like we just need to kind of stand up and just say, Hey, like, enough's enough, like I don't really want to do that. Um, and, and you know, there's – of of those, like, those executives and those people at the top, let's just give it a conservative estimate. Let's say there's 100,000 of them. Like, mm-hmm. just throwing that out there as a number. You know, and then there's, like, 8 billion people in the world. Like, if you have these people, which I think you're going to get tough because, you know, like, France's farmers are revolting. You know, Ukraine and Russia are the ends. Like – Israel and Yemen or it ends and the Gaza and, and Iran's getting into it now and stuff like that too you know in the UK and other other UN NATO and NATO people are in it but so they know that they're not going to get that you know, like you know that unified front and I think that I mean they they post it out on the open of you know we're going to own everything you're going to rent everything from us and you're going to like it I mean it's definitely like a and there's like, even this is exactly of, what you're going to do. Like the
0: housing market going in that direction to where it's going to be cheaper to rent a house than to buy a house
1: because these huge corporations are going to
0: own all of the single family homes in the country.
1: Yeah, that's what uh, – I forget uh, BlackRock. BlackRock mm-hmm. was the company that was moving to do all of that. Yep. And there was actually a bill introduced into Congress that won't pass that, – that keeps like hedge funds and big companies like that from, from doing that, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a slippery slope too because – you know, that is free market, free enterprise. You know, if they've got the capital and I want to sell my house, I should be allowed to do so. You know, I mean, so I mean, but but uh, but what I'm just getting at is, is like if you kind of get that unified front of people that are just like this, this isn't me saying like pick up your guns and and go revolt. That's not what I'm saying. So YouTube, don't ban me because I'm not saying that. What I'm getting at is people just saying, you know, like, listen, enough's enough. Like, I don't want your subscription like I don't want to, you know. Did we
0: talk about the uh, the Twin Peaks and that debacle on here?
1: Yeah, briefly. Okay, briefly. Um, you know, you you because you were talking about that in relation to like cannabis and yeah.
0: and all of that kind of stuff. Session starts well as you're <clears> listening <throat> to this. It'll be today. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you're listening Monday. to
1: this. They'll they'll be they'll be doing all the things that they do at <clears> the Kansas Legislature.
0: Yep. So it's uh it's an election year. It is a big big year. And, um, if you guys want to help out at all, reach out to us, you know, if you want to help out with Nick and his campaign, I'm sure he would love to have the a hundred percent. And if you guys want to help support medical marijuana in Kansas and get us a bill that is going to, uh, be fair to all the people and be a good bill for Kansas, reach out to me because we need the help. It's, it's a boots on the ground year. Like we're going to be all over the place. I'm going to be at the Capitol. Probably a handful of times this this upcoming session, and it's it's vital, vital, vital that you vote with your dollar
1: and physically, yeah, right, and don't
0: get caught up in the the political party division,
1: yeah, well, and that's the whole thing that is kind of what I'm trying to you know, and I said in my campaign video, excuse me my campaign video that I released um that observant media helped me put out was you know basically i just want to like help just be my small part of the solution and be the person that helps stand against it like like i've said many times on here if if the government wants to shut your barber shop down like i as the sheriff can say like uh, that violates the constitution we're not going to do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you know of course i don't have any control over what local police departments do as far as the, the exercising of their authority, um, you know, I can't tell them, you know, I mean, could I tell deputies to stand in front of that business against other cops? Yeah, sure. That would be an interesting uh, debacle. But what I'm getting at is, is like, I just want to be there to just kind of be my part of the solution here in Rice County. I mean, we have... If you look at Kansas's population and especially Rice County's population, it seems to be there's kind of like an exodus where people are like leaving. The population continues to kind of dwindle. And so I don't want to leave the county. I want to be here. I want to retire from here. Um, I want to raise my children here. I want to raise my grandchildren here. You know, my kids are going to move where they're going to move. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I want them to come visit and that kind of stuff. And so... I just want to kind of be that circle, that full circle. And, uh, you know, if you want to see the video, that's on my campaign page, which is soursforsheriff.com. Uh, Sours is S O W E R S. Um, so soursforsheriff.com, It's also on my YouTube page, everything, Insta, uh, Facebook, YouTube, my website. It's all the same Sours for sheriff. Um, I wanted to make it all unified. So there wasn't different names for different things that you were trying to look up. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's like a, a way to get involved with the campaign there. There's like a become a volunteer button that you can push. There's a big Um, donate button
0: too. that There's,
1: there's some donate buttons. Um, that would be very helpful. I found out that like campaign signs are actually pretty expensive. Um, and you know, it's just one of those things of like, I want to help you. Um, and I'm just asking for a little help in return to be able to, you know, get that goal together and to be able to, to do that service. And, uh, you know, just getting out there and getting the word of mouth and meeting people and doing those town halls and there's an event page that we'll eventually post things on and stuff like yeah. that. So it's
0: unfortunate that it takes as much money as it does to win a campaign, but I mean,
1: you money, know I, money makes the I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I'm kinda torn on that. I think I might be a little devil's advocate for you on that because I see this kinda like business, right? Mm-hmm. Anything good and worth having is worth working for. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it, it is legitimately work for me. Like when I call somebody and say, Hey, would you be willing to make a donation? Like that grates against my like inner core. Of, yeah. That's what I was,
0: that's what I was like going towards. Yeah. Like you don't, nobody likes to ask yeah. people for money. Right. Right. But it takes money to do something like yeah. this.
1: Yeah. And so, um, so I think that it's actually a good thing that it's a little bit of a, otherwise everybody would be doing it. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. say a battle. Battle would be the wrong word because I don't feel like I'm I'm battling, you know.
0: But it's definitely getting you out of your comfort zone.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. There's there's a lot of things that I haven't done or considered and like There's a the, lot of people
0: that don't like to get out of their comfort zone, so yeah. it makes it
1: Well, the campaign finance reporting stuff is probably the thing that's the most interesting because if you're the state of Kansas, do you have another state of Kansas to compete against? Like, there is no other quote-unquote business that government has to compete against. Like, I am the government. There's Mm -hmm. no one else. I don't have to compete. So, when you go to their websites, they're very antiquated. Um, They're very, like, hard to understand. They don't flow well. Sometimes they don't work. As a matter of fact, the... It's not working today. The Government Ethics Commission website, like, it has an expired security certificate on it. And so, most antiviruses flag it saying, don't go to this website. Danger, danger, danger. And I'm like, uh, you want me to, like, do all this campaign finance reporting research and stuff, but I can't even access your website to, like, figure out how. (laughs)
0: Session starts tomorrow,
1: and uh, the state website was down. I had a bunch of people, like, on
0: the Kansas Cannabis Advocates page that I'm part of um, talking about getting on there and trying to figure out what's going on tomorrow, and nobody can. (laughs) The whole (laughs) website, the state website was down today. I don't know if it's back on yet or not, but it was... Everybody was a little alarmed by that. They're like, "Session starts tomorrow," <laughs> <laughs> and that's—I mean—that's where every politician goes to get their plans for the day. For the most part, you know, because they go on there and like, "Okay, this committee's here, this committee's here." and As, well, as far as I understand it,
1: well, I wonder because you have how, how many people sit the House and the Senate? Do you know? <laughs> Come on, Mister Vice President, you're supposed to know these things. Yeah. Well, anyway, so you let's just let's just estimate conservatively. What a hundred? I would say. I mean, you've got, Total. well, wait, I think, no, you've got 104 counties in the, in, in Kansas. Yeah. And so you have at least one Senate member at least. So let's estimate conservatively, let's say 120. This is an example. You have 120 people trying to access that site plus all of their staffers. Yeah. Like maybe the site is not capable of handling that amount of traffic. At one Even then it's like,
0: I know there's like 120, I don't know. I've looked this number up before.
1: Um, But anyway, so we were talking a little bit about money. This would be a good segue. Um, I was just curious. I wanted to get your thoughts on this.
0: 125 in the House, 40 in the Senate.
1: Okay, so I was close. I was saying like I was going to estimate 150. So, you know, we're looking like 165. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were talking a little bit about money, and I sent you a video earlier this week about a young man that was kind of interviewing a successful businessman that he was in the lumber business. He said, I'm not really in the lumber business. I'm in the people business. Of hiring people that can like help make sure make decisions and he was talking without without talking about it, he was talking about the hundred thousand, you know, ten thousand dollar decisions. Because
0: he's like the owner of the business doesn't Care, at some point he gives up the um
1: caring what the toilet paper yeah, costs.
0: yeah. He gives up that control and moves on to the next. Yeah. And so and he's like there's a lot of uh caring what the toilet paper costs decisions in a business of this size. I think he said they did like 165 million in sales or something like yeah. that.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So he said in there that he wished, wished he wasn't so debt averse when he was first like, and just borrow he said, borrow more money, borrow more money, Wishes he to borrowed more money, which from a tax perspective makes sense. Right? Because so if I'm building my business off of like, say Lux gives me a thousand dollars for a thing I did, right? That is income. That is taxable. Mm hmm. Whereas if I get a loan that is not seen as income, thus it's not taxable. And I get to write off all of that interest as yep. well. So this isn't me saying like I'm going to go into hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. But like from a business tax standpoint, it makes sense yeah, to like, like have more debt. Like, I mean that's what like companies like Google and Apple do. Instead
0: of cash flowing and <clears throat> building our offices as we go, it makes more sense tax-wise. For us to go to the bank and get a loan and do that.
1: Yes. Yeah. So I was just curious what your thoughts were on that because you move more money than I do. So like what when you heard that, what did your brain think? Like when you were seeing that whole video, just kind of break it down and what your thoughts were. Because you, you liked it, so I don't yeah. know what your thoughts were.
0: I'd actually just seen it. I think it was in my feed or something. Like right before you sent it to me, I'd seen it. But I mean it makes a lot of sense and like that's something that I've I'm still coming to terms with is giving up those decisions. You know, and it's like I feel like I'm giving up those decisions a lot faster than I ever thought I would Um, because just of where we're going as a company and some other things that we have in the works um, with some other companies and that kind of stuff. It it really like I like to be on the ground boots on the ground and helping on the job site. But like like I said with Jason and Caden, like I've seen myself getting in the way. And I've got to be able to work on the company and it's a constant push pull battle in my brain of letting go and letting guys make decisions and figuring out, okay, well, this is way out of my like scope of things that I know. Let's sit down and do some research on how to do this, you know, and that I think running a business, I think. Is doing a lot more of that and finding the people to put in those positions. Like, okay, I've got a good base knowledge of this. Now, I need to find someone that's an expert that can do this. And moving forward, I think that's – me and Brandon sat down and talked. And I think that's kind of a, a goal of ours this year is to organize in that direction.
1: And, to organize in which direction? Um, To where
0: we're hiring not necessarily people as laborers, but hiring people to help organize everything. Mm, yeah, okay. Whether that's organizing a project or organizing like our financials, that kind of thing. And
1: so, are you look? So, are you looking for like more? You're probably looking for more than one person, would be my guess, to be able to do all of that. Well, I think
0: we're going to use the guys we have in house and train them to be in the spots that we need them in within this next year. Because, I mean, let's face it: the stuff that we've talked about, like with KMW and growth there, and then a potential for a uh, big company to come into Hutch. Um. That if those two companies come in, like it could change the scope of the area we're in. Right. Um,
1: so basically, you're wanting to position your business to be in the most advantageous place that it can be if that happens. Yeah. Because you're going to have people move into the area and wanting to build houses, etc. We're
0: talking like 2,500 plus jobs between the two, at yeah. least. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like baseline. That doesn't even count like the ethanol plant stuff that's going to go on out there. And Hyatt Life Sciences, if um, they get FDA approval, that place is going to explode. You know, like it's going to maybe it might physically go up in flames when Big Pharma gets a hold of it. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, they could add a bunch of jobs there, too, you know, and it's they could change the scope of this area for the foreseeable future. Ten years from now, I mean, Sterling could double its size. Or more. It'd be like a Colorado Springs blow up.
1: Yeah. Which
0: I could see like <clears throat> when I'm retiring, like from Sterling to Wichita all look the same like it it just doesn't look like you're changing towns yeah you know which is kind of crazy
1: because so it'd be like a dallas fort worth type area where you're just traveling between towns and have no idea you're doing it
0: yeah but it's also alarming and scary agreed because of all that farm ground and we need farm ground like that's that's a big deal i'm not saying that we need all the farm ground we have i think we need to be more efficient with the way we farm um and what we're farming and this and that um but it could change the scope of all this and i want to position us to where like if we're hiring laborers we're not going to be able to handle the scope we need to handle on building houses because it's going to be far more houses than we can handle on our own
1: Hmm. interesting thought i like it
0: um and so we're gonna try to position ourselves in that way um we'll see what happens it that's just kind of a a baseline plan but we could end up uh, just hiring laborers. Who knows? It just... You just got to be able to pivot. But I do think that there's a lot of growth coming to our area. And so people should be ready. And, like, people in this area need to be willing to work together. Otherwise, companies from out of this area and out of state will come in and do all the work.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you're you're actually seeing that um, in a lot of areas. Because... You know, you've got you've got the small businesses around here, like you and and other construction companies, and you know, and then you've got like places like Colin that are a little smaller too. Like, there's only so much where you're at currently, right? Right now, that you can truthfully handle. Yep. And people aren't going to want to wait. You know, like say say that boom happens, you're not going to be able to tell someone, hey, okay, I'll get to your house in six years. Like, yeah. just just be patient and wait. They're going to find someone else. Yep. So you have to be basically in a place where you can do that, which then makes me wonder. Now I need to think about that same thing because I look at it from the standpoint, like, am I going to be advising KMW business wise right now where I sit currently? No. Am I going to be this one that may be going into Hutch? Are they going to need my services or SEO? No. But like they're going to be bringing in people that are going to have businesses mm-hmm. and need those services. So now how do I market to them and you know, that kind of stuff and where, how do I put myself in a position to be ready for that?
0: It's I, th- I really think it's going to change the scope of the area we live in. I really do for the good, you know, I mean, there's a lot of growing pains that a uh, area like this is going to go through with that happening. But I, I do think that, and then if they finish that last leg of the highway, from where we're at in Sterling up to I seventy, that's a huge deal too.
1: Yeah, but it took it took twenty twenty five years to get from.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not talking. I mean, it was probably twenty, close to twenty. Like from, I remember hearing about that when I was young.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying from Hutch to Sterling took twenty. So, yeah. I'm not sure I seventy is a long way.
0: Well, I mean, I, I, I did. I mean, I said like by the time I retire, I wouldn't be surprised to see all this. Oh, okay, gotcha. like that. You know, this could be thirty years down the road that all this comes to fruition.
1: But then that's like another thing too. like without going too far down the rabbit hole, cause we're coming up on time. But like now you have increased crime because you have more people, mm-hmm. which then means you have increase in mental health needs. And now we're spending hundreds of millions of dollars on these highway projects because of that, which I get, you know, these businesses need to have ways to get their stuff in and out or they're not going to put their business here. But, um, you know, we can be solving a lot of like mental health problems with like that hundred million dollars, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've heard me say that stuff before. So <clears throat> but those are the things. But that, like should J- it be on the Jason government
0: to have to pay for that? For what? The mental health problems. Or should that be on us to be able to help work on them or work on them ourselves?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the deal is is right now there are people out there that don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. And if you can spend $300 million on a highway, why can't you spend some of that money on mental health for the people that don't have insurance? Because yeah. mental health ain't going anywhere. No. Um, and, and and I'm not saying, like, because because I think there are people out there that genuinely just, like, need the help, need the services that don't have the means to, you know, if you don't have health insurance, you're basically screwed in the state of Kansas because getting a bed at Larned or somewhere else is next to impossible. Yeah. <coughs>
0: it, I mean, any long-term care kind of like yeah. like that is just... You can have a lot of money and go to one of those places and you're baroque yep when you're done
1: yep so like I said those are the things that Jason and his colleagues the that they they go in there and and hash out and try to figure out a solution to and I'm not saying that I have the perfect solution yeah um because I see both sides of the coin of like well we got to have the highway or they're not gonna put their business then we won't have the jobs we won't have the extra money the tax income you know those kind of things mm-hmm. but the flip side of the coin is like we're we're missing a piece of the puzzle like like if when we're planning stuff like this we need to plan everything you know we're planning housing infrastructure sewer water electricity but then okay hospitals um food more in more uh employee era more cops you know like bigger better grocery stores you know whatever
0: okay like uh say those 2000 jobs come to this area. It's a lot more infrastructure than just houses. Is yeah. What you're saying, you yeah. know? Yeah. Right. And I, I agree. Like, Sterling's going to need a bigger grocery store. Yeah. Sterling's going to need a car dealership. Sterling's going to need, oh, probably another gas station.
1: Yeah. Like, or two.
0: Yep. There's, <clears throat> Sterling's going to need more places to eat, more yeah. houses. It's going to, I mean, there's a lot of things that Sterling's going to need moving forward. And, I think that I don't know, the the amount of opportunities are endless in my opinion when it comes to this kind of stuff. And Colin's position positioned himself really well. Mm-hmm. He's gonna take care of everybody's trash.
1: Yep. Yeah, that uh that dude, I just I, I can't help. Sometimes I look at him in awe, but other times I'm like, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm like, Holy cow, how do you like keep up that momentum? You know? Yep. And to him he's just like Uh, I just do it like it's no big deal to him but yeah that he's gonna I I can't wait to see his stratospheric success same thing with you like I know beyond a shadow of a doubt whether it's Lux or something else um between you or him like I can't wait to see where that takes you guys yep and 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 you know hopefully like I've said many times you know we'll be sitting on your private jet on the way to the golf course (laughs) to play some golf you know smoking a stogie on the way there kind of thing you know
0: I don't want a golf course anywhere else but in this area (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay fine we'll fly from lions to sterling yeah, or we we'll fly fl- excuse me we'll fly from uh lions to hutch to play golf heck yeah at your at, you'll own Cary park or something like that <laughs> <laughs> you'll buy it from the city At yeah. yours, the hyatt family hyatt family golf course yeah
0: i don't know about that
1: the high points golf
0: course high point golf course the high point on the farm then
1: and then you just have like you just have like cannabis growing as the rough, like, yeah. the, the main, the rough.
0: You don't want to get caught in that. You won't get back. <laughs> out. You'll break some clubs out there.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we're coming up on time. You want to want me to wrap it up? Yep. OK. I have a final thought here and I need to open my phone in order to be able to give that. So I want to leave you with this parting thought from Proverbs 18 too. Uh, fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. So just some food for thought there. Uh, that's why my mantra for this podcast was, you know, I'm sitting here talking about my own opinions. Um, not necessarily finding delight in them because the idea of being, you know, another sheep in the herd, like doesn't definitely doesn't give me delight. Um, but it's just something to think about, you know, a way to live your life. I mean, it's the rule and guide of faith. You've heard me say many times, servant leadership and these leadership classes are being touted as the new thing. It's been around since scripture has been around, but whatever. So I just want to take a chance to say thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, we are just humbled that you choose to join us every week. You can check us out on www.thehigherpoints.com, on Facebook at The Higher Points Podcast, and on Instagram at The Higher Points. Uh, just give us a like rating a share it goes a long way we uh, are truly humbled that you're here once again we'll catch up to you guys next time